on Jacob. Dr. Jacob is an associate professor of security studies at Jawaharlal Nehru University, New Delhi. His weekly column on India's national security and foreign policy issues is published by The Hindu. He is also the author of two new books on India-Pakistan border, Line on Fire by Oxford University Press and Line of Control by Penguin India. Hello and welcome to the National Security Conversation. It is no secret that the division of British India was poorly planned and brutally carried out. Over 70 years ago, a combination of inefficiency, fear and revenge attacks led to a bloody sectarian cleansing which unleashed one of the worst calamities of the 20th century. The hatred this calamity gave rise to in some ways continues to shape the relationship between India and Pakistan even after 70 years. However, what is surprising is that even in the midst of such savage violence, newly created India and Pakistan were able to put in place a slew of cooperative measures to manage their relations. So argues Pallavi Rakhavan in a brilliant new book, Animosity at Bay, an alternative history of the India-Pakistan relationship, 1947 to 1952. Dr. Rakhavan approaches the early years of India-Pakistan relations through a lens unique from the ones usually applied. How did these two young nations collaborate while at the same time asserting themselves as separate nation states? How could efforts like the Nehru-Liakat Pact emerge in the time of hatred? How did the partition influence the relationship of the two foreign ministries of these two independent countries? And what does this view of an alternative history tell us about the contemporary India-Pakistan relations? To discuss these questions, I have with me the author of this fascinating book, Dr. Pallavi Rakhavan, an assistant professor of international relations at Ashoka University. Earlier, she was a fellow at the Center for Policy Research in New Delhi. She completed her doctoral degree at the University of Cambridge in 2012. So welcome to the National Security Conversation, uh, Dr. Raghavan. Um, Dr. Raghavan, congratulations on this absolutely fantastic um, new book. Um, would you like to briefly summarize the key arguments of your book for our viewers before we sort of delve into a discussion on the book? Yeah, uh, thank you, Happy Bond. Thank you very much for having me. Um, and 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 you know, I just wanted to say how kind of uh, pleased and delighted I was to get the invitation to, to participate in your show, which we all follow uh, regularly. And and, and <laughs> I use many of your uh, you know, episodes for, for teaching purposes. Uh, so thank you very much for, for for inviting me to be on the show. Uh, I thought you know if I could just uh, kind of take a couple of minutes to give you like a broad overview of you know of the book and how I came to write it. Uh, the book itself is, you know, is 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 a kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, started out as uh, from my PhD dissertation, which I was kind of uh, writing over 2008 to 2012 uh, at, at the University of Cambridge in a history faculty, and I was trying to evaluate the impact of the administrative consequences of partition on the uh, institutions, on the, you know, on the uh, state institutions uh, of India and Pakistan and I was trying to uh, you know to judge the extent to which uh, you know the, the the administrative kind of institution you know, institutions of, of, of these states were kind of impacted by by the partition and while I was reading about it I I, I first kind of uh, you know bumped into this uh, subject when I was trying to look at how the Ministry of External Affairs was affected by the process of the partition. And I was trying to look at how, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the ministry uh, itself, its personnel, its, uh, you know, its assets, 
uh, and it's uh, you know it, it's way of thinking about the world was all influenced by the process of partition and uh, it, it, it's out of that that i began to realize that the ministry of external affairs itself was actually a key uh, kind of player uh, a key actor in in uh, in implementing decision making about the partition and in implementing uh, uh, you know uh, uh, decisions about exactly what the partition was to mean for the people and the states of india and pakistan and so uh, you know i was uh, while i was uh, the, the dissertation itself also looked at the way in which the dialogues between the ministry of external affairs in delhi and the ministry of, uh, you know and the foreign affairs uh, ministry in 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 karachi how how uh, how they um, corresponded with one another on the administrative consequences of partition and on how to and how to kind of uh, you know uh, disentangle and separate themselves uh, you know uh, in the aftermath of partition and that, that that you know while i was looking at that it gave me kind of a, a, a really a, a really uh, unique and also a really curious kind of vantage point to look at exactly you know to 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 uh, to see exactly how you know the partition itself was sort of understood by by you know by 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 people and and, and institutions and and politicians and diplomats and journalists i mean how you know just what the 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 fact of the partition kind of came to me uh, in the eyes of, of 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 you know a variety of different people in in in, in south asia and what you know and when i you know when i say this what i mean is the fact that you know what sort of became clear um in the aftermath of the partition was that you know that this was a process that had to be given meaning to you know it was a process that had to kind of uh, invested with with uh, with 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 meaning because in itself just the term partition doesn't actually mean uh, you know it doesn't necessarily have to come with already arrived at or already sorted out connotations in the eyes of of of, of, you know, of, of people who are living through it and one of the things that i that i kind of point out in in the book is that for many people in india and pakistan uh, you know just what india and pakistan the fact of their separation the fact of their being separated entities and the fact of them having to choose one or the other and the reasons that they had to do this wasn't actually self evident at the time you know there, there, was, no, there was no kind of uh, you know there was no sort of sense that uh, after the partition this is what india or indian citizenship would mean or this is what pakistan or pakistani citizenship would mean uh, there was no sense of you know there was no sense of what exactly the partition itself was to mean and there was you know and 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 it was actually the the, the ministry of external the, the two ministry uh, the two uh, foreign affairs that were investing this whole process with meaning and that were trying to disentangle out or separate out the lives of the people of south asia uh, and, and 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 making them into citizens of either india or or pakistan by uh, kind of uh, by uh, kind of uh, you know by mediating becoming kind of uh, players in, uh, in 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 everyday aspects of their lives Uh, such as what to do with their property, uh, where their educational degrees were to come from, where their marriage uh, certificates were to come from. These, these, uh, you know, these things that ne now needed to be kind of, um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, given the face of the government of India or the government of Pakistan. It was, it was out of this kind of process that you know that the partition was sort of uh, understood. 
uh, by people and but in this process the, the, the two ministries you know the two ministries and the two uh, and the high commission you know the, the, mm. the personnel of mm. india and pakistan became key kind of players so it's out of that kind of uh, you know it, it, it's out of that you know it, it was while looking at that that i started to kind of think about how is it that the uh, that the relationship itself between india and pakistan is kind of uh, you know given meaning to or, or, or created by the personnel of the you know of, of by diplomats of, of of india and pakistan and when you know and and what were the kinds of considerations that went into them uh, that went into how they kind of created meaning out of this process and uh, you know what i kind of realized in this in this uh, in this while i was doing this that these these, these, you know, these, these kind of processes of giving meaning, or these processes of kind of uh, defining who is to be an Indian or who is to be a Pakistani, or what that was to entail, uh, couldn't actually be done unilaterally. It had to be done right. in communication with one another. It had right. to be, these things are all uh, products of a dialogue uh, between, uh, you know, uh, between uh, the, the the two uh, kind of foreign ministries. And so, in a in a, in a really uh, important kind of way, uh, the. The, the the personnel in the in the in the in a uh, kind of foreign policy establishments of India and Pakistan, and in particular the personnel in the High Commission of India and Pakistan, became key players who kind of uh, who kind of uh, translated the process of partition and uh, and its meanings onto the uh, onto the lives of the people in in you know of the subcontinent. And while they were doing so, uh, they had to do this in consultation with one another. And it was out of this kind of process of consultation that the uh, bilateral relationship between India and Pakistan was Pallavi, I mean, correct me if I am wrong, but the, from where I am sitting, um, what, what appears to me is that the book is telling us, a, on the one hand, a story uh, that despite deep differences uh, between bureaucracies, between ruling elites, between leaderships, uh, there are always possibilities of cooperation um, uh, if the two sides decide that it is mutually beneficial for them or even uh, beneficial for one side. And in this particular case, um, perhaps the desire to create and to quote you, uh, the um, two self-contained, completely defined, mutually exclusive Australian states into being, that desire on the Pakistani side and on the Indian side, uh, to some extent, forced the two sides to collaborate and cooperate. Um, so there was a certain selfish reason behind that collaboration. Uh, would it therefore be um, um, possible to make the argument that uh, in that rationale which existed in 47, 48, 49, and 50 perhaps doesn't exist today, and therefore there is no desire on either side to get into this kind of a uh, uh, talk about collaboration or, 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 or a uh, mutually um, collaborative relationship as it were. Um, or or am, I, am I completely wrong in sort of making that assertion? Yeah, you know, again, I mean, again, like I, I, I do want to kind of begin begin with the disclaimer that, that, that you know, that, that there's a reason that my book kind of finishes in 1952. And, 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 and it's also, be, you know, it, it, it's also because, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily, uh, uh, you know, uh, enter into debates about, you know, the present day kind of face uh, of that you know but at the same time you know what 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 was an important kind of feature of the 1940s and 50s and perhaps even the 60s was a, a, a kind of deep abiding faith in the capacity of the nation state you know and in the capacity of the of the of the of the responsibility of the nation state 
and mm. you know, just kind of say that look, if if we kind of somehow become like this, uh, uh, you know, uh, fully contain, fully uh, kind of uh, contained, uh, uh, defined, uh, mutually exclusive kind of nation state, then those uh, those entities can kind of become vehicles for for future, you know, for, for, for progress in South Asia. So there's a there's a there, you know there's a there's a strong kind of commitment to those particular Westphalian ideals, uh, you know, in 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 the 1940s and 50s, which is which is also driving this. Now uh, that kind of commitment, I mean, I you know I, I'm not sure what happens if if if, if uh, and you know what was also happening in 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 the 1940s and 50s was that there was you know that both the sides were equally committed to these definitions. I mean, both of them had these kind of common definitions of of, of what. Uh, you know, progress and development and, and state making ought to look like. And it's that kind of process that kind of uh, impelled them into this process of full uh, cooperation. Now, what happens when, when uh, this kind of faith is kind of diluted with, uh, you know, with, with, with firstly like an erosion of the international, uh, you know, uh, systems kind of, uh, you know, being premised on the, on the nation state as being of the foremost unit of, of, of you know, of, of of consideration as far as international affairs is concerned, and secondly, what happens when you know there's there's, there's also kind of um, erosion in uh, the you know the, the the premise of the nation state and replaced with you know a, a, a premise about a civilization, for example, uh, that you know if 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 the, the you know the, the, that that common definition about the uh, you know the the necessity of the nation state as being the driver of all kind of uh, progress in South Asia, if that common definition is eroded in favor of other vehicles of what drives change in the international landscape then i think you know then, 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 then that mm. that needs to be kind of uh, you know uh, in to you know uh, to, into how we think about india pakistan relations today i mean is it is it that, but, uh, is it that it's coming out of you know out of trying to solidify the nation state or is it trying to or is this whole process also diluted by other kind of uh, players in the you know other kind of uh, you know forces in the subcontinent Right. In other words, if, if, if there was cooperation at a certain point of time, that needs to be properly contextualized and historicized rather than, um, you know, making it into, into a general statement or an argument, as it were. You know, you seem to, you argue in the book, and I quote, that the two actors were advocating a degree of faith in the creation of Westphalian states and the process of forcing the two self-contained forcing two self-contained, completely defined, mutually exclusive Westphalian states into being. Would it be possible to argue that this collaboration in the early years may have had to do with the fact that these people had grown up together and or have been in the Indian civil service under the British together? So there were there was already certain there were already certain structures in place which they simply built on. Uh, for instance, both the armies were led by the British officers who in turn, reported to a supreme commander for the region, etc. So, why not simply come to a why not why not why not come to a conclusion, simple conclusion that uh, it's just cultural affinity and pre-existing institutional affinity that linked both the governments, rather than their to court again, faith in the creation of Westphalian states and the process of forcing the two self-contained, completely defined, mutually exclusive Westphalian states into being. What I'm trying to ask is that is 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 it a is it a theoretical mold um, that you are trying to fit a certain empirical reality into? Um, I know I'm, I'm being provocative here, but uh, go ahead and uh, be provocative in your answer. You know, I mean, again, like I, 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 you know, 
to some extent, to some extent, to some extent, you know, let me try to answer it this way. Look, maybe to some extent you're right. You know, that 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 that, that maybe I am trying to, uh, you know, uh, be uh, kind of uh, provocative and 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 uh, use a, a wider theoretical kind of mold to, uh, you know, to to push along the story about uh, you know about the post partition uh, landscape of South Asia. But at the same time, I would also, you know, what I would also uh, kind of argue is that it's. That that said, it's also important to say to the extent to which my story still continues to apply, even you know in 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 in, in subsequent decades. Now, hmm. you know, it, it, it may be that look, it, it's not the same way, or it's not the same degree, or you know, or it's not you know, or, 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 or the, the 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 circumstances are different, or we're talking about different provinces, you know, or or or, or, or different leaders. It might you know, there are obviously you know differences that kind of enter into uh, you know. As, as as the decades go by, but it's also important to 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 see the extent to which the story does continue to apply. You know, in it still does continue to apply despite these these despite these other kind of uh, differences. And you know, uh, and uh, uh, the 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 reason I say this is because you know what what is striking to me about India Pakistan relations is that there is no consistency in the story at all. You know, and 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 and, and, and you know, the, the best minds of the subcontinent have kind of scratched their heads. You know, in in in, in perplexity about you know about uh, what is the uh, the logic that kind of uh, really drives uh, the story forward. Um, and you know. And the, the 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 reason I say this is because uh, narratives about animosity itself, or anim narratives about hostility itself, aren't uh, they're not consistent. You know, they they don't explain the full landscape of the India-Pakistan uh, relationship either. And uh, you know, and 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 they don't explain. Uh, and they, you know, and and as I you know uh, sort of say in the in the book is that they don't explain all the episodes. Uh, you know of engagement between India and Pakistan, even in the decades that 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 that, that followed the partition. This other kind of uh, you know this other kind of reality of India-Pakistan relations that, despite very real reasons for hostility between uh, you know between both sides, why exactly is it that decade after decade you also saw sort of a prominent uh, attempts at, at, at peacemaking between India and Pakistan? You know this uh, this kind of uh, Feature of India-Pakistan relations need to be needs to be understood, you know, more in the uh, in the in the literature that there is on the subject, and needs to be kind of uh, integrated further into the explanations that we have about what is it that makes the relationship tick. So you know, uh, so this you know, uh, so uh, and 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 part of uh, part you know part of this reason is this you know is this kind of. Uh, is this kind of abiding, you know, a capacity in the uh, belief of, of of the state as being the more important player, uh, you know, in in the subcontinent? Because even though, you know, even though, the, you know, the the the, the facts of my story in 1948 to 1952 is about the people who knew each other, who you know, who who, who went to the same schools and colleges and uh, you know universities and knew the same people and read the same books and spoke the same languages and you know, I mean, had the same kind of uh, worldview uh, and 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 were were also sort of you know uh, very deeply connected uh, to one another professionally as well as uh, personally. Even though you know we're talking a lot of uh, a lot about those particular kinds of individuals in 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 the fifties, it's also important to kind of uh, realize that you know that uh, that um, the uh, arguments that they were making didn't necessarily all uh, uh, depend 
on the fact that they that they personally knew one another, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, the arguments that they were making weren't necessarily about you know the, the fact that India-Pakistan relations had to be, had to take on a certain kind of shape because you know I know this other person very well and I can pick up the phone and and, 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 and you know on a on a personal basis uh, have uh, decisions made. And instead, the arguments that they were making were about how is it that we what is the best way of trying to go uh, achieve a self-contained a mutually exclusive statehood you know and uh, what is the best way of trying to uh, give uh, a finalized space to the partition you know and uh, you know uh, and so even the characters of my story like uh, they in, in many ways they're thinking about questions in you know in 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 a in a, in a long term kind of way rather than uh, rather than uh, just being you know uh, constrained by the fact of their own kind of lifetime lifetimes in the in the party would I be uh, again um, writing stating that this is perhaps a sui generis sort of an argument uh, the the ability of this kind of an argument to have a universalizing utility uh, is is severely limited because you are you're pitching this um, um, sort of study from 47 to 52 at a point of time when the state building process was actively happening. And these state build and these state building processes had a certain impact on how they dealt with each other, how they behaved with it towards each other. But that doesn't apply to say, for example, the later decades uh, or now, for example, 70 years since. Uh, things are very different. The states are what they are, and pretty strong and pretty viable states. So that premise doesn't exist anymore. And to that extent, this is a sui generis argument without much. Um, 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 universalize, universalizing um, sort of utility. Uh, would I be right in sort of putting it that way? I, I mean, I, to some extent, you know, the, the way I'd answer that is is is, is to uh, is to sort of accept that it's not a universal. You know, it's it's not a. It does, my story doesn't explain everything about India-Pakistan relations, but it does explain something. You know, uh, so, uh. it does explain. Uh, it does explain. Uh, uh-huh. A kind of parallel, uh, you know, uh, side of the story as well. You know, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't explain like a parallel side, which 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 also continues to kind of uh, you know operate as a as a as an ingredient in in, in the in the landscape today. Now, this parallel uh, side was also to do with trying to you know was also to do to be trying to uh, you know uh, disentangle the, the the you know the the, the, the you know. Uh, disentangle uh, one another, disentangle themselves from one another, and was also mm. trying to, uh, you know, was, was, was trying to kind of arrive at terms which kind of, uh, you know, which kind of, um, you know, uh, firmed up the basis of of, of separation. And uh, you know, uh, and what you, you know, now it's it, the 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 the. Uh, the one kind of in you know one feature of the kind of uh, you know South Asian landscape today is that you do ha- you know you you've got you you still do have states in the making you know and you still do have states you know mm-hmm. states that are trying to kind of uh, cohere themselves or, or, or states that are kind of trying to uh, kind of complete themselves and you you, you know you, and you still do have states that are you know very anxious about the fact that they're not fully fleshed out or fully uh, formed yet. Now uh, you know when uh, in the 1940s. Uh, bureaucrats were kind of uh, faced with this question about you know how is it that you kind of deal with the fact of uh, you know that 
the fact that your 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 states in the making uh, in the 1940s the, the, the kind of answer that, that 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 they arrived at was that this this process of trying to disentangle yourself uh, and 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 become fully finalized um, you know uh, and, and 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 therefore stop being states in the making and become you know fully formed states instead this process was to be informed by a, a process of of dialogue and consultation instead Right. Uh, Pallavi, you write in the book, and I, I quote again, the Nehru-Likait pact, in fact, represented something quite unusual. It was a joint agreement to extend the jurisdiction of their high commissions into the welfare of minority citizens across the border. To states as notoriously prickly about their sovereignty and jurisdiction as India and Pakistan, the signing of such an agreement by their prime ministers did represent a significant moment. Now, this is a very interesting argument, especially in these times when the anxiety over sovereignty seems to have drastically increased. The states had at that point of time, and at the time that you are sort of uh, talking about in 1950, um, the, this is, uh, at, at that point of time, had very little, uh, say, ability or technologies to, court, to enforce sovereignty um, compared to today. And yet they were very flexible about their sovereignty at that point of time. They have far more technologies and ability today to enforce their uh, sovereignty claims and yet are very insecure about their sovereignty today. How do you explain this? You know, so if I could, if I could just add, add, if I could just talk you through a little bit about, you know, what led up to the nehru Yafet Pact and the kinds of international incidents yeah. that, that uh, you know that, that both sides had in mind when they kind of uh, drafted the clauses of of the agreement, and uh, you know uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the pact itself was signed as a response to a you know a, a kind of uh, urgent uh, refugee crisis in Bengal when uh, you know uh, uh, minorities across the uh, Bengal uh, Delta were, were you know were, were flooding were streaming across borders in, in search of refuge. Uh, from uh, you know from from religion, from persecution where they were based, and also this 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 process incidentally was also mirrored you know uh, to a, a substantial degree by you know by by uh, refugee uh, movement into Karachi you know in, in, in the same, uh, who again you know uh, trying to kind of uh, trying to kind of uh, seek refuge from uh, you know from from uh, persecution in, in India. So now, the, the, when, when this happened, the, the, the reason that that, that Nehru and Liaquat Ali Khan kind of got into the got into the act is because the, the stability of their own central governments were threatened by very powerful provincial chief ministers who kind of wrote in to them saying that you know that uh, the, the 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 scale of the numbers. You know, uh, you know, uh, the fact that they were kind of confronted by these kind of millions of, of, of people with nothing to feed them with, with nothing to house them with, with you know, with, with, with no resources for, for rehabilitation. Um, the, you know, the, the scale of these numbers, uh, the, the uh, provincial chief ministers felt also reflected a kind of a weakness in the way in which the central governments were kind of dealing with, with, with one another. And the, the, the argument, could, the politically damaging argument, could be made that you know that the refugee crisis was a result of a kind of a weak or a you know or a you know a, a bad policy with regard to with regard to Pakistan. And so there was a, a threat that 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 both Nehru and Liaquat Ali Khan kind of felt over the you know over 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 their governments in uh, in, in the face of this uh, of this refugee uh, challenge. 
so they uh, now uh, they arrive in 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 delhi in april 1950 and and, and sign a, a pact which says that the, the the governments of both india and pakistan are legally accountable to one another or legally answerable to one another over the welfare of their minor, over the welfare of minority uh, populations all across bengal and that uh, and that and that in 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 instances of minority discrimination you know uh, across the bengal uh, delta then for instance the government you know the the the, the high commission of pakistan was kind of legally uh, able to ask the government of india for redressal and the government of india would have to legally offer you know offer a kind of reassurances uh, uh, to you know uh, to them and uh, all this was firstly designed to kind of uh, reassure the minorities themselves it was sort of uh, designed to uh, was designed to kind of tell the minorities that there was no reason for them to have to uh, migrate uh, uh, elsewhere, uh, that every every kind of provision was being uh, you know provided for for for, for their well-being. And secondly, it was also in a sense designed you know, it, but but more than even more than that, what it was also trying to do was to kind of um, was to uh, try was also to try to uh, you know uh, apply some of the frameworks of interwar europe with regard to minority uh, you know right community. right they, they were trying to uh, you know they were trying to apply the, the frameworks of the league of nations onto the you know the landscape of 1940s and 50s uh, bengal and they were trying to kind of uh, create a legal architecture for for india and pakistan uh, you know uh, uh, modeled on uh, something like what the league of nations had done for minority populations in in, in europe now mm -hmm. When, when they were doing, you know, the, the reason I felt that it was kind of unusual was that, you know, again, like if you if you just take a look at the at the text of the statement, firstly, its clauses stand out today in terms of the the you know the the, the uh, you know fullness of its definitions of what constitutes minority rights, and secondly, that is it stands out today because. You know, again, this is India-Pakistan that we're talking about, and you see uh, two governments willing to kind of cede sovereignty away as far as uh, you know the, the treatment of their of people inside its own boundary lines are concerned. And so, if you're going to define sovereign sovereignty as something that means that look, what I do to my people inside my boundary line is my business and nobody else's, then what you've got in the nehru liaquat Pact uh, is, is 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 a dilution of this definition inside the face of, after all, India-Pakistan relations. Uh, you know, in in uh, uh, and inside the face of kind of uh, states that are you know uh, that are notoriously prickly about uh, questions like this. So uh, somewhere I find you know this this needed to be explained further. You know, and and the fact that you've got two governments, uh, you know, whose whose uh, whose dealings with one another are so well known. Who, you know, who, whose hostilities with one another are kind of you know are are, are the, the stuff of kind of daily news. You've got two governments like this. Signing onto a pact like that, you know, and 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 it, it was kind of important to kind of explain what what made that take. And it what I what I felt that 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 the reason that that pact was signed was again was a, a way of trying to work through the process of the partition, you know, and was was a way of trying to uh, give uh, uh, you know give a face to what partition meant. And this kind of uh, uh, you know this kind of a way of thinking about what state sovereignty could entail. Was a equally a valid way of thinking about what partition uh, could mean, right? And 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 what the you know uh, uh, kind of uh, jurisdiction, uh, what the responsibility of India and Pakistan in the aftermath of partition could mean. 
and I felt that you know, so I felt that this uh, you know uh, this other kind of uh, way in which India-Pakistan relations was thought about also needed to be uh, incorporated further into the the landscape of India-Pakistan relations today. Interesting. Uh, I was wondering, um, given the recent uh, controversy and debate uh, surrounding the Citizenship Amendment Act, um, you know, the Pakistanis seem to be making the argument that uh, you're not treating the Indian Muslims well. And often we hear uh, the argument in India that the Pakistanis are treating their Hindus and their, uh, their Christians very badly. And therefore, uh, we are allowing the non-Muslims from some of these neighboring countries to come in, come come to India, etc. So, um, if you look back at the Nehru-Liaquat Pact, um, that pact was also concerned about the minorities in the other country, um, mm -hmm. but uh, that that had a very positive connotation to it. I mean, uh, that that was built on a certain uh, desire to uh, positively influence the relations. But uh, uh, come today, uh, you're looking at a very different uh, uh, setting to the whole debate, as it were, about about minorities. In, in each other's countries. Isn't it curious that how things have um, um, changed over these uh, last 50 to 70 years in terms of the question of minorities in the other country? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, again, uh, one of the really strange things about the, the you know, the, the Citizenship Amendment Act, you know, while it was, while it was going on, was the, it, it was a bit like reading the newspapers of the 1950s again. And I felt that there's been, you know, like a real sense of deja vu in terms of, 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 of taking a step right back into history and kind of uh, uh, repeating the same debates again today in, 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 in completely different kind of kinds of ways. Uh, now, you know, what the, the architecture of the Nehru-Liakat Pact itself and the way in which it kind of tried to uh, entrench the, you know, state, the institutions of state into India and Pakistan further was all dependent on a recognition that uh, the you know the the, the, the that the you know the, the, the minority uh, citizens uh, across South Asia that the responsibility of of uh, you know India and Pakistan was to kind of uh, India and Pakistan both was to kind of give reassurance to the minority citizens of of South Asia you know and what the and 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 and, and the way in which India and you know Nehru and Liaquatari Khan kind of understood the whole process of of, of partition. Was the fact that the, the process of you know the process of implementing the partition and, and, and giving it a meaning was about trying to uh, further reassure minorities, you know, in in, in both states. And and and, 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 and the, you know the, the idea was that it was you know that the government of of Pakistan, for example, would become a, a kind of voice, you know, would be a, a would be an entity with sufficient institutional heft which would be able to therefore look after the interests of all Muslims across South Asia. And this, you know, this kind of uh, a way of thinking about minorities, again, you know, uh, is, 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 um, is, is kind of uh, reflected uh, in, 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 in many of the clauses of the nehru liaquat Pact. And so, you know, I mean, in a sense, what the, you know, nehru liaquat Pact was about saying was that the governments of India and Pakistan were dependent, you know, needed each other in terms mm. of how well their minority populations could be looked after within themselves. And it's that feature that kind of, uh, you know, enabled the nehru liaquat Pact to take, and which is, you know, as you're saying, like strikingly absent, that feature of what a state ought to do for its people. For its people, that kind of feature of, of what the state does is strikingly absent. You know, you provide a, a detailed account of the process that led to the successful realization of the Indus Waters Treaty 
A notable re uh, revelation is the role of an East German refugee um, and noted legal theorist, uh, Friedrich uh, Berber, uh, who was appointed advisor to Nehru on the Indus waters dispute. Uh, how did the former Nazi advisor wander into the circles of Nehruvian foreign policy? I was wondering if you have any insights on that. You know, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I was... <laughs> I was actually started as well, and 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 he's actually, uh, you know, he was actually a, a, a famed kind of a, a legal, uh, you know, uh, advisor uh, who had kind of, you know, who had uh, uh, advised a variety of different states in the 1940s and 50s. And part of this is also to do with the, uh, you know, the, the the sense of the international that that that, that you know that 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 people had. In the, during these decades, you know, and, and and part of this is also to do with the fact that you know that, that you had a lot of different uh, sort of expertise, you know, uh, uh, available uh, for you know India and Pakistan to kind of use as far as their state making uh, kind of uh, capabilities were concerned, and that you had a lot of you know, and that you had a, and that you had this sense that when decolonization happens. When poor countries are kind of uh, you know uh, 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 emerging uh, uh, out of the shadow of colonialism, then uh, international you know international uh, uh, guidance about development is 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 something that you know that that should be available to them you know and it, 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 this uh, sort of uh, connection you know this sort of landscape like Nehru uh, and and the people around him. Uh, understood, you know, quite well, and, and 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 so there was this 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 you know this way in which a lot of uh, you know, state building or uh, state building kind of was done with the, you know with, with consultation of, of of kind of international expertise and, and dam building again like it was a critical kind of a feature of 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 how development was to be done you know in 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 decolonized uh, kind of states and it's out of you know that, those sorts of uh, you know it's out of that kind of milieu that 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 Berber kind of wandered into Nehru's circle that in a sense there was nothing unusual for him to put that that right. he was saying it was, it was something that was part of the plan. Right. and here is my here is my last question. Um, you know, when, when looking at um, the India-Pakistan history or South Asian international relations, as it were, um, you know, there's a, there's a certain lack of histories um, um, and, and contribution to those histories uh, by, by women, uh, as it were. Um, you know, you, you do write about the role of um, a role played by Mridula Sarabhai and Fatima Jinnah and others in the in the return of abducted women, for example. Uh, but, but don't you think, as, as, a, as a professor of history and, and translations, as it were today, um, isn't there a need for greater academic exploration into the role played by women in, in South Asian history, in South Asian IR, in India-Pakistan relations in particular? I think definitely, you know, and, and, and one of the curious things about this whole thing is that it's not like women didn't play a role, you know, and, and, and in fact, you had, uh, kind of, you know, uh, you had uh, Hansa Mehta, Shaista Ikramullah, uh, you know, uh, Vijaya Lakshmi Pandit. I mean, you had a host of very, very qualified, you know, eminently kind of, uh, you know, qualified and, and, and professional uh, women on the face of South Asia's international relations uh, in the 1940s and 50s. And, uh, you know, you, you, you had, uh, you know, you, you did have the presence of women in South Asia's IR. Uh, you know, in in in, uh, in 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 important ways uh, during the 1940s, you know, in the decades that followed uh, independence, and I there's there's that you know that the fact that that's not highlighted today, mm -hmm. 
and tells us a great deal about the face of the discipline you know and, and, and tells us a great deal about the state of south asia as a whole and tells us a great deal about academia as well you know and and and, and, and the fact that you know i mean particularly given the fact that you don't have a historical reality in the you know in in, in the 20th century which is about women not having any uh, sense about the world or not having any expertise about uh, you know uh, not having any expertise i mean given the fact that you don't have uh, that you know you're not dealing with that kind of situation the fact that it's not uh, understood widely you know or the fact that it's not kind of acknowledged uh, tells us i think the troubling things about the way in which uh, south asia's ir is is Fascinating insights. Uh, thank you so much, uh, uh, Pallavi, for this for this opportunity to uh, have a discussion with you. Um, thank you so much, and congratulations once again um, on this absolutely fantastic book. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like this podcast, please rate and follow us. For regular updates, you can also follow our Twitter handle NSC with HJ. or our facebook page national security conversations with happy mon jacob